Hey queen, welcome to the Divinely Crowned Conversations podcast, where we get real, honest, open, and transparent about the everyday journey of being the queen we are destined to be. There is no holding back as we have intimate conversations about where we come from, where we are, and where we are going in our lives, personally, professionally, and everywhere in between as we build the queendoms of our lives. So stay tuned. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Divinely Crowned Conversations podcast. I am your girl, Davina, and I am so glad that you decided to tune, tune into another episode of the Divinely Crowned Conversations podcast. So before I introduce my divine guest, um, let me just make sure a few reminders, make sure you like this video or this conversation, subscribe to Divinely Crown on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and then on our podcast platforms, which are Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Um, and yeah, and just also make sure you are in the comments. You know that my divine viewers be in the comments commenting. So comment, talk to us. We will talk back. <laughs> um, and yeah, just join the queendom. So without further ado, I would like to introduce. <laughs> It's Monday. It I would like to introduce you guys to my divine guest, Miss Kyra. So why don't you introduce yourself to the people? So I'm Kyra Taylor. I am a wife, a mom, a mm -hmm. daughter, an aunt, a community activist. Yes. I try to save the world all the time, but it, <laughs> it, sometimes it don't be working right. But I'm a little bit of everything. Okay. And that's all she's going to give us for now. <laughs> so I always like to obviously give a background about how I know my divine guest. So with Kyra, um, I met her through my sister and sister-in-law, Devana and Angel, which I'm sure we will talk about you guys' connection in the future of this conversation. But yeah, so I've known you for, I think, the length of you guys organization maybe longer but yeah so it's been some years now yeah. that I'm that I've known Kyra so she's like a big sister for sure <laughs> um so yeah so I was like I definitely need to have Kyra on here Kyra along with my sister-in-laws are doing some very big things in our community and I'm like Kyra so when you gonna get on this uh podcast so I'm so excited that um, I got you on right before you really start cranking up this new year. Oh, yeah, because 2023 is going to be 2023 lit. 2023 <laughs> is about to be lit. Um, and I told her, you are my first in-studio live uh, interview of my second season. So congratulations. Thank you. I feel <laughs> so, so special. Yes. I was like, all of my season two guests have been virtual. So to have somebody in the studio with me, I, I love it. I love it. I'm happy to be here. <laughs> yeah. And I told her, I was like, this is my first time I've had my Afro out ever on live. So, hey, my little fro, it's growing though. It is. <laughs> so, yeah. So let's get into this conversation. So, as you know, Divinely Crown is all about, you know, 
talking about where we come from, where we are, and where we are going in our journeys as building our queendoms, which are our life. So I always like to start at the beginning. Um, I know you weren't aren't from Erie. So tell me about where little Kyra is from. So I'm from a small town called Newcastle. It's okay. about an hour and a half away from here. And I grew up with a lot of land around me and oh. a lot of family. And mm-hmm. so like Erie is kind of big city for me. Really? <laughs> and right. we're still a little city. Right. And you're still a little city. Mm-hmm. It gives big city vibes sometimes, mm-hmm. but still gives me that hometown feel. I like that. Which like is that. one thing that I love. Okay. Okay. So you talk about having a big family. Now, do you have siblings? I do. So I have um, two sisters. And two brothers. Okay. And my last brother was adopted because my parents did foster care okay. my entire existence, I feel like. <laughs> so I have like a thousand brothers, like from Quentin to um, Arthur, like just a whole bunch of wow. extended family. And okay. my, my parents' motto is like, once you're family, you're family. Mm-hmm. It does not matter if you're blood or not. Yes. And so, yeah, I'm big family. Yes. And that's, I feel like... <laughs> That's all I'm. I'm always adopting somebody. (laughs) Like, not per, obviously, like, not like legally, but like, I'm always like, you know what? I like you. You, You're like a cousin, or like I said, you're like a big sister. Mm -hmm. So I get it. So, what are you like in the age? Are you the oldest or? Um, no. So my sisters are 19 years older than I am. Wow. 18 years older than I am. My brother, Andre, is 15 years older than I am. <laughs> and then um, my brother, Michael, is three years younger than I am. Okay. So I technically was the baby. Yes. But not the baby at the same time. Yeah. Wow. So you said your oldest sister is 19 years. So how was that like growing up with? So were you, they were in the house, obviously. Well, mm-hmm. no, they. she wasn't even in the house when you were born. No. So, like, my um, my sister, Michelle, she's 18 years older than I am, and I'm very okay. close with her. Like, okay. She's pink, and I'm purple. <laughs> okay? So anything that I like and I want to buy her for Christmas, I'm just buying it for her for in pink. Because <laughs> I love it. she'll love it. So um, we're 18 years apart, but we're extremely close. Okay. And I didn't meet Michelle until I think I was, like, nine. Wow. But when you, when I say, like, it was instant, like, oh, this is my sister. Like, there was no question about it. It was a wonderful, magical experience. Oh, and, wow. Yeah, she's amazing. So how, like, when you say you met her, like, what what do you mean by that? So she is um, the child between my father and his first wife. Okay, okay. And so um, I didn't meet her until, yeah, she was good and grown. Right? <laughs> like, I got a big, big sister. Yes. So you grew up in the house with... With siblings. So I grew up in the house with my brother, Andre, which was only for the first couple of years because he's 15 years older than I am. Yeah. And then I had all my foster brothers coming in and out. Um, And then Michael, which is my uh, last brother. (laughs) Um, But I've had my nieces and my nephews Mm -hmm. like and those are my babies. But even like my one niece is only like two years, three years younger than I am. Okay. Because there's such that age gap between me and my brother. Yeah. Okay. So like, what was it like with your, like your parents? Are you, I'm assuming they were together. So how was that relationship and like just the growing up with your, with your mom and dad? Oh, my parents were amazing. I consider myself extremely lucky Mm -hmm. to have such amazing parents who always poured into me, who always encouraged me to just, seek out truth myself Mm. um and growing up my parents were like not traditional in the sense where my mom was um working and my dad ended up getting injured he was in construction Mm. and got injured on the job Mm -hmm. I think around my like 
third year of life. Okay. And so um, just to see that dynamic where it was, it was like they never skipped a beat. Mm. And it didn't have that, you know, traditional gender roles where, you know, <laughs> man had to do X, Y, and Z and he felt less than because he wasn't. Yeah. My, yeah. my dad was just like, all right, well, this is it. It is what it is. And yeah. my mom's like, okay, well, we're going to make it work. And they did. And it's crazy because like my mom is not a fan of cutting grass. <laughs> Or shoveling snow. But the moment my dad got sick, um, you know, when I was younger, she would be out there in a heartbeat. Yes. And I'm like, that's what a true partnership mm. looks like. And it's very funny because me and my husband are in sort of the same situation. Mm -hmm. And like to know that he has my back if I'm down and I have his back when he's down. That to me is just like my parents equipped me for this. Yes. And I'm lucky that I got to experience just what true love and a partnership was mm, that's good oh look at we already getting juicy because i'm gonna get a little bit deeper into that we have lashonda she said good evening ladies good, good evening. evening lashonda so you said that's you said you were three when i think i was around three okay so that i mean you were instilled in that when you were super young. Mm -hmm. So how do you feel like that has like, I know you talk about like, you know, it's kind of like you realize that's kind of the dynamic as um, with your husband and you, but like, how has that kind of helped you as a woman in general, as you're growing um, into three to now you're an adult woman? Like how has that helped shape you? I think it's been that you can do, you can do stuff on your own. You have mm -hmm. to learn everything. And like, if you need to have your, your lawn mode, you should know how to do it. Mm -hmm. You should know how to change your own tire, your mm -hmm. own oil. Now you could pay somebody to do it, <laughs> but you should at least know the basics of it. Yeah. And so it just taught me independence, Yeah. but okay. also taught me what teamwork and partnership mm, looks like. That's good. That's good. So do you feel like even having like being kind of the baby of the family, do you feel like that has kind of. Well, baby of the family, but you had all these like siblings around you. Do you feel like that kind of helped with how you're you think and feel about, as you're growing as well? Um, yes. Um, I am actually an old soul, so mm. I can tell that about I, you too. I don't share this with many people, but I'm going to give it to your okay to your, uh, audience. Okay. So my family nickname is Grandma. Okay. So that's just, and I got that at like two. So yeah. Mm -hmm. So to speed up your this the we're obviously we got to still go back but I just think of your daughter mm -hmm. you're a mom of two and one of your daughters is oh, yeah. a, your baby girl oh my gosh we <laughs> we have we call her Mabel, um, Mabel. my little my little Callie Joy we call her Mabel because she's such an old lady yeah. like she will tell you that your clothes don't match <laughs> what is you wearing I don't like my hair she is very very independent and very very sure of herself mm. and who she is at the age of three <laughs> we have angel she said baby callie is baby callie is definitely mabel my fave yes and i know that when she was younger like baby baby my sister-in-laws used to um watch her oh yeah i'm still <laughs> mad at angelica for watching <laughs> hamilton with my child to the point where like I have songs it's still playing in my head to this day. And like, with, if we're watching Disney Plus and we see Hamilton, I have to watch I, Hamilton Listen, Angel tries to get, I still, I shouldn't probably admit this because <gasps> she's going to, yeah, she's going to get me. But Angel, we still get haven't your sister -in -law. seen. 
Well, I still haven't seen Hamilton, but I'm going to. I might just have to come over and you can cook, Angel. <laughs> we have Bree. She said, who named her Mabel? That's Miss Brianna McQueen Ooh, named oh! her Mabel. <laughs> she does. Listen, I've seen her. I've interacted with her. And she definitely has an old soul. So being that you were that way, do you feel like maybe that is why she's like that? Or like you think she was born that way? Or like, how do you how do you feel like you as a mom has kind of shaped her already at being three? And I know you have an older daughter too, but for her, like, how do you feel like it's kind of shaped her? Oh my goodness. Um, so I feel like she got some of that from me, but my mm. husband also is that old soul type mm. of person. And so like the way we talk to her is how I would be talking to you. <laughs> And sometimes that, that comes though. to bite us in the butt. I believe it. <laughs> when she checks us. But yeah. And it's just like, I've had like my nieces and my nephews were my babies growing up. Mm. And I never thought I was going to have children. I never wanted to have children. Really? And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to have one and that's it. Yeah. And so this is the one I got. And she is like. <laughs> She's like, you want to be here? Right. Hello. And I'm, and I'm like, you know what? I do not want to have another one only for the fact that like she is like self-sufficient mm -hmm. and has been self-sufficient. And so she slept all night when she came out the hospital and put me on a sleep wow. schedule and was not really a crybaby or anything like that and <laughs> learned how to potty train early. And I'm just like, you know what? I went and get that again. again? No, That's you... how they set you up to get another one. <laughs> They're like, oh, she's everything I could have asked for right. when it comes to how she. Yeah, yeah. You you, you mm -hmm. got blessed. I did. Sure. I did. Thank you. Uh, we have LaShonda. She said there's nothing wrong with, a be with an old soul. We have Tavia. She said, hey, ladies. Hey. And then we have Bree. She said the first baby is a setup. It is. It is a setup. It Absolute is. setup. Don't believe the hype, y'all. <laughs> Listen. I, God blessed me with one of each, and I, I'm finally coming to the, the realization that I'm okay. Like, I used to be like, okay, if I meet a guy and we get married this time, like, and he wants a baby, like, I, I would be open to it. Now I'm like, you got me messed up. <laughs> you better come with kids already. <laughs> I'm good. So going back to childhood, you talked about, like, being in a small, smaller than Erie, small town, like, how was that growing up and, like, did you have like one high school, like one school? Like, tell me about that a little bit. Um, so Newcastle is very, very small. Mm -hmm. um, and we had, we there. well, there's Newcastle High School and then there's other, other schools around. Um, but it was just, everybody knows everybody. Mm -hmm. And the one thing that I got coming from Newcastle that I didn't necessarily get when I came to Erie was a sense of community. Mm. Um, and like when we have sporting events in Newcastle for our youth, everybody yeah, shows out. Mm -hmm. I mean, we've packed Hershey stadiums to the point where like they will only give us 10,000 tickets. Oh, wow. Because they know we're going to sell out. Wow. And there's not going to be anybody else. Wow. In the stadium. If <laughs> like, no, y'all got to. Right. We got a cap. You got. <laughs> right. Like even like I remember, I think my niece was in like fourth or fifth grade mm -hmm. and she had a mathletes competition. Mm -hmm. She ended up winning. But. It was like a basketball event. Wow. Like people are there, they're rooting on their children. And like, I just didn't get that. Yeah. Like when I came here. Yeah. And you know what? I will say it has changed because like I, re I growing up, that is how our 
I remember, like mm -hmm. for our, we, I mean, and I, we probably did like the Audi is what we grew up with. And I know y'all remember the Audi, like it was packed all the time, like high school games, like rival, we had fun rivalries. I mean, they got a little deep <laughs> at sometimes, but like, I grew up like that. And I remember that. And it's like, so you came to Erie at when? Um, so I've been coming to Erie since I could remember. Oh, okay. So my parents love the, love boating. They mm -hmm. love being out on the water. And so we would often come up here um, to go fishing on Lake Erie. Yeah. And then um, my mom decided she was going to become a minister up okay. here. Um, so every Sunday we were here in Erie, wow. um, even in the winter, braved those, the roads with my mom for her to become a minister up here. Wow. And then I went to Edinburgh and I was like, well... I don't really want to go home because there's <laughs> nothing really to do at home. And there's a lot more things to do in Erie. Yeah. And I, I love the water. Okay. So okay. I was like, you know what? I'm going to stay here. Nice. So, and we'll definitely get into that more too. So yeah, the reason why I asked that is because like, I know it has changed. Um, oh, shoot. I've been out of high school. <laughs> I sometimes forget that I've been out of high school longer than I think uh -huh. I've been out. Like I've been I out like, since 2006. Listen, like, in 2009. So I'm like, dang, I'm like, really? I, I'm up there. Like, mm -hmm. but I swear I just graduated like two years ago. It, it feels like two years ago. <laughs> so like, okay, when I think of it, like, yeah, 10 years ago, we were in a way better, like our our community of like rival, like games and was totally different. And it breaks my heart that we're not, like that now and I definitely know we're gonna get in com to community because mm -hmm. you play a big role in community Can but we? yeah <laughs> so going back to the fact that you said you've been your mom's you guys been traveling here you're, and I do remember you said your mom was a minister so what was how, how old was she when you, she be how old were you when she became a I was 16 okay so that was what 16 years ago wow. oh my god <laughs> Um, yeah, so that was 16 years ago. And now she's a pastor at a church down in Aliquippa, okay. Greater Emmanuel Amy Zion Church. Okay, so you were older, obviously, as your parent. And I know sometimes, I mean, we grew up in church, and I know we all have our different experiences and paths. And you being a little, well, a lot older, I feel like having your mother be a minister, like, how, how was that for you, having your mom who was like, oh, my God, now, like, she's a minister? Do you feel like you have to be a certain way or like, how was that? Shout out to my mama. Shout um, out to mama. <laughs> so, um, no, I actually did not feel that way. Mm -hmm. I enjoyed church mm -hmm. because my mom made it fun. Mm -hmm. um, but my mom also encouraged me to question mm -hmm. everything and find my own truth. That's good. And um, take my own paths. Yeah. And so, you know, growing up, it wasn't she wasn't strict and mm -hmm. my parents weren't strict at all mm -hmm. you know they had guidelines they had expectations yeah. and I made sure to meet them yeah um because I just didn't there was no sense of getting in trouble mm -hmm. and like I was allowed to have house parties I still have a I house party right. that was like epic <laughs> <laughs> the walls were sweaty oh! um but oh, I wish I wasn't my no <laughs> <laughs> oh it was a good time but like I was allowed to have house parties nice. they booked the DJ and they were upstairs and we were in our in my basement I love it um but my mom and my dad were just like we going to church I'm like okay and there'd be days where I'm in church six seven days a week yeah. But my friends went to church too. Mm -hmm. And the way that my parents explained it and, and went about church wasn't like, oh, you're going to burn in hell mm -hmm. if you do this. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It was, you're going to live life. Mm -hmm. You're going to experience things. I just want you to have this basis. Yeah. 
That's good. That's and I'm that's an awesome like that's a different experience. I mean, I I'm not gonna sit here and act like I just had like the worst experience because I didn't. I still love church. I love God. Anybody who knows me knows I love me. You know, I love it all. But like I know we all have our different things that we've went through or like our different ways of being taught certain things. So for you to say like, listen, they told me like, you know, pretty much it's come as you are and and you know you have your own journey and seems like relationship that you have to figure out with god and you know we're here to support you so see, seeing that seems like you had a very supportive oh yeah i mean really of course i've all, i've gotten voluntold to do yeah. things oh yeah i mean still getting voluntold <laughs> and i'm thankful getting- <laughs> but um you know what i don't mind um i actually run her zoom service okay. every sunday wow yeah so even to this day so Wow. So I first of all, Lauren Yvonne. That's my bestie. That's bestie. She said first good Samaritan days and she put a heart. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah, she was one of my best friends that we was in church all the okay, time. Okay, shout out to the bestie. <laughs> and then we have LaShonda. She put the the hands up. So you seem like obviously you've been a servant. I mean a server since a, a long time mm-hmm. so do you feel like that's something that because you know you were in church or like where do you feel like that serving spirit came from um I feel like that came from my dad mm. um my dad is one of those people well was one of those people that would literally go out of his way to help others mm-hmm. all the time even okay. when you're like yo you need to relax yeah. you need to go lay down but like he was just that person that was always in a helping mode yeah i mean it, if you needed your grass cut you couldn't afford it he mm-hmm. was there cutting your grass you needed your lawn or your um snow plowed he was cutting your he was doing your snow yeah um he was often volunteering his time at church and it's just like he he felt that you know if you can help somebody mm-hmm. you need to yeah yeah and i'm like okay but sometimes you know you have to do what you need to help yourself yeah and I think that's one of the things that I saw that my dad didn't do all the time. Mm-hmm. And I've fallen into that same pattern mm-hmm. a lot of times mm-hmm. um, where I have to remember like, all right, my mom's like, you need to have a weekend just to relax. Yeah. Just yeah. to be with yourself. Yeah. So when do you feel like that? Because I, I definitely can relate to that. Um, just reminding yourself like, are you doing all this? But make sure you take care of yourself. So like, when do you feel like you started to have that aha moment of having that like to remind yourself of that oh that was last 2020 no 2021 okay december 2021 was that time where it was like okay because i had hit the fan Mm -hmm. like i just was my body was just like look Mm. i'm not doing this anymore Mm -hmm. i'm not gonna i'm gonna make you sick Mm -mm 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 -mm. so that way you have to rest Mm. that's deep so yeah, you, you it took you a while to uh mm-hmm. listen, I'm still I'm like, okay, I I'm just gonna I have a little bit more in me. And yeah, and yeah. burnout is real. Burnout is so real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I remember I remember seeing you on social media, you like did like a whole like I'm going away, like I'm going off the grid and just me. Yeah, I had to like I literally deactivated my Facebook. Well, my deactivation is I give my friend my password. And have her change it. Ooh, and I then she that. can't give it to me until oh wow. A certain amount of time has gone by. Wow. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, where's Monique? That's my best friend. I'm going to have to have her do that. We have Bree. She said, yes, self-care. And then we have Janessa. I always like to shout out when one of my divine guests, previous divine guests, Janessa, my divine guest, she said, burnout is so real. Mm -hmm. And then I have LaShonda. She said, praise God. So talking about burnout and being so real, tell me or maybe some things that you might be able to share. Why don't you share them with me? Because listen, I'll, I'll tell you right now, it is, it's been real. So what would you tell somebody like me or anybody else out there that might be dealing with burnout right now? Especially, I will say it because the beginning of the year has been challenging for a lot of people. I think we all are like kind of burnt out. Mm -hmm. So do you have any advice for those um, out there? Yeah. So my first thing is like, you can't, you may not be in the financial position to do something like take a week's vacation mm -hmm. and go stay in a hotel somewhere and just relax or get massages and things like that. Mm -hmm. But it's finding little things mm -hmm. that you like to do mm -hmm. and taking time just to do those small yeah. things. Mm -hmm. So if it's, you know, getting your hair done or mm -hmm. your nails done or reading a book mm -hmm. um, for me. Okay. Y'all do not judge me. I'm looking at the camera. Do not judge me. Okay. So my dad, this is his fault. Okay. So I have this weird obsession with judge Judy and court shows. See, I feel the judgment all coming through the computer Stop right now. It. And so my my instant stress reliever is to watch an episode of okay. Judge Judy or People's Court or something of the sort. Okay. And I think it is because here are these people living in chaos of some sort. And I can logically fix their problem or like decide what the fate of their, you know, court disagreement is. <laughs> and then I can move on. Like, okay. And, and it, like I did, I'm a person who likes to deal in logic, yeah. not so much emotion sometimes, most times. And so like being able to just have that little bit of like, oh, okay. Or I'll watch Ratchet TV. I, Listen, love, I love everything Bravo, everything, love and hip hop, every single season. Listen, I can relate because I feel like I always say it's like, cause I know I would never act like that. And sometimes exactly. it's just good to watch. Like it's just, we know it's be, it'd be entertainment y'all. Okay. Exactly. Half of that is scripted, but it, and it, it tells is, me what not to do. Right. right. If I was in a ratchet situation. <laughs> <laughs> we have David Taylor. That's my husband. husband. He said true story. So he he's like vouching. He's like, yeah. So I do. There's the little clips on like, you know, social media. Like you scroll and I'll just be watching like, dang, this is a good episode of like not Judge Judy, but the other ladies that be on there. Mm -hmm. We have Missy Hitch. She said, wow, having a friend change your your Facebook password is serious. I don't think I could do it. Oh, it takes a lot of trust. Me and Lauren have been best friends since uh, I could remember. Walk, maybe. Walk. So, so y'all yeah. were born together pretty much. Yeah. So and she's like, I think Lauren is a year or two older than I am. But yeah. shout out to Lauren. She's the best. And we have Janessa. She said, yes, please share. The idea of giving someone your password is smart. It is. And honestly, like, I honestly feel like I would trust my one best friend, like, to do that. Because she'd be, I don't know. They don't make them like that no more. I used to have my friend Sade when we were in college. Shout out to Sade. Um, I used to have her change it. And like when she left college and I was still in college, I'm like, hey, I need you to do me a favor. It's that's finals really week. Good. Like, shut me down. No, that's, I mean, that speaks volume to maybe. 
mm-hmm. a little bit of addiction. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Which I feel like we all have. Oh, I, I don't do. care what no one said. I do. So I, I, I do have that addiction. And I think it's because everything that we do is on the phone. Mm, it is. But also for Facebook, we run Aries Black Wall Street through Facebook. Yeah. I run my I mom's know. church service or church stuff from Facebook. And Listen. so I took Facebook off of my home screen mm-hmm. last year. I think I was telling this to Devana. I took Facebook off of my home screen mm-hmm. and moved it to the second screen. And my usage dropped by 30%. That's deep. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. And I took mine off. And I still, and I don't know if it's because I'm obviously where I, you know, we, I have an event. So it's like, and I'm trying to build this business and like, I totally want to just like take a whole break from social media, but it's hard when you have a business. Mm -hmm. So I might need to have somebody listen. If y'all don't see me, it's because my best friend is running my, (laughs) but that's good. That's good to have that discipline because I think it's needed. Like you said, there's so much access. We like our cell phones have the world in our hand. Like mm-hmm. actually my pastor was, just, he's like, we literally have the whole world in our hand. I'm like, dang, we really do. Mm-hmm. Like, so it's, it's good that you have that discipline and especially giving that advice to other people. So if you have a close friend and you need to get off social media, use her advice. <laughs> and just because you get off of Facebook does not mean you get on Instagram, TikTok, <laughs> Snapchat. You don't have to do that, Kyra. Twitter, that was- <laughs> all change everything TikTok, i know i know britney said i definitely done that password thing it makes a difference for sure well shoot i'm about to jump on a bandwagon too that's that's good so let's talk about friendship because i feel like you have some good friends i know brie that's in the comments is a good friend so how important is friendship to you um Friendship is family for me. Mm-hmm. It's it's family that you can choose. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have two amazing friends here that are just like every day I'm probably getting on their nerves about something. But shout out to Bree and shout out to Latoya. Love it. Um, I just feel like they are like our group chat. I'm sorry, y'all. Our group chat is called <laughs> Sisters uh, from Different Misters. I like, love it. It's just something that you can have and they fulfill you in different mm-hmm. ways. Mm-hmm. You know, I have my husband who gives me everything I could ask for. And mm-hmm. then I have them where, you know, if I'm mad at him, they're going to be like, yeah, you was kind of wrong. <laughs> and call me out. That's on my words. <laughs> yes. We have Brie with the hearts. <laughs> I love you, Brie. Yes. So going back to kind of growing up and you I kind of want to go to the Edinburgh days so you said you decided to stay in Edinburgh like at Edinburgh what did you go to school for oh so I was a little bit all over the place okay so a lot of people don't know I was an art major for four and a half years oh wow um and I didn't switch my major until I had a professor and I kind of got into it a little bit Mm -hmm. um she failed me on the last day of my class Mm -hmm. which messed up my scholarship and I ended up having to retake her class so I retook it of course to get my grade back up and then I was like you know what I don't need this (laughs) so I was a photo major and so I have a minor in art history I love art Um, and then I had a class with Dr. Matthews which Mm -hmm. is how I met Devana okay and like I I was taking a class with Dr. Matthews Rhonda Matthews is amazing yeah shout out to Dr. Matthews Um, and so I was taking a class with her and that's how I met Devana and when I walked in the first day of class, it was an intro to women's studies class. I will never forget. 
she was just like, if you're sensitive, you need to get the, out of my classroom right now. And I'm like, who is this woman? I need to know all I, things I about her. I want to sit her. in the front row. And did. And so I Makes ended sense. up changing my major to women's studies. Wow. But then they didn't have the class that I needed to graduate for like two years. Oh, my God. I know. So then I changed my uh, major to history, which they all went together. Art history classes counted towards history. Oh, and I wow. love the research aspect of things. So, yeah, I'm a little bit all over the place. And then went to grad school for like a year and a half. Like I only have a year left of grad school okay. if I ever return. Um, okay. But Do you think you will? I'm tired. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe later in life, but not Listen, right now. Not right now. You got things you doing right yes, now. Real but... quick in the comments before we get too far. We have Bree. She said something that needs to be destroyed. Should some something that needs to be destroyed, should something happen to any of us? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, I know what you're talking about, Brie. Oh, her, the, the, the group chat. Uh-huh. It'd be like that. Listen. And we have Angel. She said, Burl days were lie. Okay. We're we <laughs> we going to get there. Angel. And then LaShonda said, yes, friends, is going to tell you the truth. Yes, they are. Mm -hmm. So go ahead and. Uh, so for, um, I went to grad school and I was getting my master's in marriage and family therapy. And then wow. I experienced, yeah, all over the place, you right? You were, but like, wow. Yeah. So um, I'm a Gemini. So we get bored okay. with stuff real easy, <laughs> but we're good at a lot of things. Um, so I did that for a year and a half and I experienced burnout really heavy. Mm. Um, I was, um, very, very active in my sorority. I'm a Sigma Gamma Rho. Okay. And so um, I was doing that. I was doing grad school and it just was working on mm -hmm. top of that. It just was a lot going on. Wow. And I didn't know that I needed that self-care mm -hmm. along the way. So, yeah. Wow. That's, that was like, it's like, what, so what made you go into the marriage? marriage? Okay, so um, growing up, like I said earlier, I had a lot of foster brothers mm -hmm, and sisters. Mm -hmm. And so with the history side of things, that gave me my research skills. Dang, that's That good. always was a, hey, I want to know why things are the way mm -hmm. that they are. I would like to know why people operate the way that they, mm -hmm. they do, like patterns and things like that. And so my brother having, my younger brother having been through the foster care system mm -hmm. and then being adopted, you know, I saw some of the things that happened to him as a child yeah. um, still linger later in life. Yeah, and yeah. so I'm like, I need to know why this happened. Wow. And so I was like, okay, that's that's the move. I want to be able to help people who have been in these horrible situations. Yeah. So I love that. Yeah. I love it. Well, I feel like you don't need to. I mean, you do what you do. I'm going to support you going back. But like. It seems like you're doing, you're living that out, what you're doing with what you do in your everyday life, mm -hmm. which, um, yeah. So you've learned enough. <laughs> yeah, and it's like I, I've always picked these weird, difficult careers mm. where um, I'm surrounded by trauma. Mm. So, like, I worked at Sarah Reed as a behavior counselor. Mm -hmm. um, from Sarah Reed, I went to the Office of Children and Youth. Mm -hmm. um, and so I was a caseworker yeah. there. And then now I'm working in corrections. Mm -hmm. And so um, just being surrounded by trauma all the time also wears that. Yeah, wears I on can you. imagine. Um, and so I have those 
jobs in which I help people. Yeah. And then I have, of course, Aries Black Wall Street, where we try to help people as well. So it's just like, I've, I feel like I've, I'm, I'm destined to mm. help people. That is my calling on life. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, sometimes people are like, oh my gosh, I don't know what I'm going to do with my life. What's mm -hmm. my calling? Mm -hmm. What's my higher purpose? And sometimes it's just something as simple as you're just meant to help somebody. Yeah. Yeah. I totally can relate to that. And even you saying like, um, you know, you've always had jobs surrounded by trauma that one, that it, that's a fact for your life. And two, that's a, that is, takes a special person and a person that is called to do that, to consistently, I feel like be in positions like that, because some people like, oh, I will never do that j career again or anything around it and go to like work in Rio Hill or something that is totally opposite. But for you to say like, yeah, I've, I, did you just realize that? Or are you just kind of like, as I'm going, like, oh, I want to be in this field? Or did you like sit back one day and be like, dang, all the jobs that I've had are like surrounded by trauma? I think it was that I was sitting there trying to figure out what my purpose was in life. And I was just like, you know what? Let me just, let me just meditate with this mm. and think about it. And it was just like, you're just here to help somebody. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I'm, and then I sat back and I looked at like, even when I was younger mm -hmm. and I'm like, oh yeah. Okay. Listen. It was, it was then I should have known. But yeah. Yeah. I totally can relate. That's why I like, I'm like, I wonder if people like get annoyed when I say like, when I was a little girl, like looking back now that I'm doing things I'm doing now. And I look back, like I've always been this way. Mm -hmm. Like this isn't new. Like, I've been this way mm -hmm. and it's like now I'm growing into it in a way that now is like how I make my money, like how I provide for like it's crazy. And it's like we literally I feel like are birthed into our purpose and it takes us to like really want to be on that journey of really mm -hmm. finding out what we're supposed to do. Right. Um, and being open to it. So I love that. Brie, I feel like there's a story behind this this question, but she said. Would you go back to OCY? Oh, <laughs> Brianna McClendon. <laughs> I knew it. As soon as I saw it, I'm like, I feel like she's trying to like. She's trying to bait so me are right there. Are you going to, are you, are you going to answer? Um, Cause I mean, when the comments come in sometimes, you got to. <laughs> um, respectfully. Respectfully. <laughs> that no longer suits me. Okay. That's a good answer. That mm -hmm. I like that. That no, and then she's gonna get in the group chat later, Brie, and get you <laughs> right. So, um, yeah. So, uh, so you met my sister in laws, and we got to talk about that part of the journey. Me, my sister in laws, my sister and sister in law. We have to talk about that part of the journey because it leads to some of your journey now, which I'm very proud of. But. You said the angel said burrow days were life. Okay, she so said just like that life. Let, let me, me give go a little story up. about angel. Okay. <laughs> so angel is one of those friends that I used to like. She has always been very sure of herself. Very. And I, that's I'll put it that way. <laughs> very sure of herself. Very. Which we is love not, you. Right. Which is not a problem. But like I used to call her my a-hole friend. <laughs> Because she was going to tell you how it was, whether you wanted to hear it or not. Facts. And Facts. it was always a good time with Angel. <laughs> and like, it is. When we lived in Darrow, I think it was Darrow, Darrow Apartments, my bedroom was here. 
and she was in the apartment behind me, but her bedroom was here. And I'm just like, how do we become neighbors, yo? Like, <laughs> I'm in here braiding her hair and stuff. Like, oh, we had good times. Like, good times. Angel, remember our casino night we had? Like, <laughs> is, is she still on here? I, we'll see if she pops like, back Coming on. from a small town, you have to think of your own fun, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, and then going to Edinburgh, you got to think of your own fun. Mm-hmm. So we had, like, legit casino night where we made, like, the craps board oh and the roulette God. and stuff. Yo, I, can, I can imagine this because Angel's still like that for one. We were just, what was like a month ago now, we were sitting at dinner with some friends and now look, here she is. And she, she they wanted to have like a college night, like as adults and oh. the, the planning oh. was big. I'm a like, trip to the cave. Yeah, but no. But she made it try to be like bougie. We're like, is this college night or just the normal adult That's night? Angel. That's Angel. <laughs> she was like trying to make it so like sophisticated. We're like, but that's not what you did in college. Like everything was like we had to like get it out the mud. <laughs> but so- she said, bruh, LMBO, don't tell all my secrets. <laughs> she said, uh, cracking the F up. I was mopping the floor on Casino. <laughs> Oh, Lord, that was when y'all let the uh, me roam around the strange back and do <laughs> all the straight backs and do rags. Yes. I still got that picture, Angel. I'm going to post hell it. Yes. A hangover college night. Please don't. I, that does not sound like something I want to do. Listen, I don't get hangovers. I've never had a hangover. Okay. So I'm with it, Angel. That might be an Erie's Black Wall Street. Next, next event. So obviously, let's talk about it. Erie's Black Wall Street. So I always love hearing about the story of how Erie's Black Wall Street was created. But before we even get to the creation part, let's talk about what is Erie's Black Wall Street for those who might not. Because believe it or not, people, some people, at least in our community, still don't know what Erie's Black Wall Street is. So go ahead and tell me. Um, Erie's Black Wall Street is a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. It depends on who you ask. Okay. And I feel like it does wow. something different for each person. Dang, that's good. <clears throat> so our original goal, our goal is to have these, this support of the Black community mm-hmm. here to elevate our Black community mm-hmm. here. And so we focus on like financial literacy, mm-hmm. home ownership. Like just this past Saturday, we gave $21,000, $21, away. Did you announce who won? I didn't announce who won just yet. Do they know? They know. They found out loud. Do they... I know anybody? Uh, you probably do because this I'm is about Erie to be texting. Between, between you and your sister. Y'all know everybody. <laughs> we do. Somebody, my mom just said, somebody said I ne- we need to run for mayor. I was like, mm, I'll do politics. But thanks for the thought. <laughs> I already told Devon I would support her no matter Listen, what. I supported her last time. And then right. I also saw what she was going through. I was like, yeah, I will tell all y'all off. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so wait, what were we saying? So, um, oh, between, the oh yeah, the whole number. I was like, wait, do I know anybody? I'm about to text everybody like, did you win? <laughs> So, yeah, so we just chose three people to mm-hmm. get $7,000 towards the purchase of That's a home. That's awesome. Like, home ownership rates here at Erie are ridiculously mm-hmm. low amongst our people. Mm-hmm. We're not even at 2% yet. Wow. That's a ridiculous number. Yeah. And so, you know, when we were talking about turning Erie's Black Wall Street into a nonprofit, mm-hmm. everybody was like, yeah, yeah. we have to. Like, we got to do more. 
So, yeah. yeah. So tell me how Erie's Black Wall Street came about from you three. Listen, if y'all don't know by now, you know that Erie's Black Wall Street is very near and dear to my heart because I've seen the journey. Like I said before, like a lot of you know, and people who don't know, because I know there's people that don't live in Erie that listen to this podcast. But um, watching my sister, my sister-in-law and Kyra birth this thing has been beautiful so tell me how it came about for you three college friends to create this huge organization for our community so you ever have one of those things that you don't know how big it's going to be like when you Mm -hmm. first do it because you're just doing it off a whim Mm -hmm. all right so we were literally sitting around having some good conversations as you know we will always have yes and there just happened to be some drinks flowing (laughs) and Uh, because angel's there exactly (laughs) We Um, love Angel. And so um, we were just sitting around like, how do we connect to the black community? Mm -hmm. I'm not from here. Angel's not from Mm -hmm. here. Is there any centralized place where we can get, you know, what events are going on? Mm -hmm. Where are some black Mm -hmm. business owners? Like, who are they? Yeah. And so we're like, hey, we're going to create Erie's Black Wall Street. And so we did. And we are officially five years old. Like, we forgot to post it the other day. Listen, that should have been a whole part. Well, the party's coming, but... Listen, we gonna have to do a celebration right? for that. And so, like, when we first started it, it was just going to be, like, something that was going to be, like, a social type of group. Yeah. And then as these statistics come out where Erie's the worst mm-hmm. place for Blacks, Erie has the poorest zip code in America. Mm-hmm. Um, and we are having these in-depth in- discussions in this group. Yeah. Because we started as just a, fi- a private Facebook yeah. page. Yeah. And it's just like, y'all, we got to do more and everybody was on board and we got brian atterbury mm, shout out to shout brian, out to brian. Yes, he's amazing. he is um and dr Rhonda matthews which yes i find so intriguing because like literally who knew when we were sitting in dr matthews class the and i that we would be in the space oh, that we're in today, see that's right? the type of stuff that makes me emotional exactly okay i'm not gonna... exactly. yeah that's some <sighs> i love that type of stuff mm-hmm. i just like you never knew no, never and then you did you on top of that you said you weren't able able to finish your degree with because there was no more classes that she had right mm-hmm. that's and now look mm-hmm. you're connected for literally life for life that's so ah, just gives me chills I have Missy she said a happy anniversary EBWS thank you Missy. So, yeah, so do you so tell me a little bit more about Erie's Black Wall Street. Um so the one thing that I love about Erie's Black Wall Street and the goal if, if you meet Angel, you meet myself, Devana, mm-hmm. you're going to know that we're going to be honest with mm-hmm. you. And yes, we're very genuine in our yes. approach. I definitely agree with everything you're saying and Some... I'll just say that because I know you guys, <laughs> but I'm saying that cuz I know you guys. <laughs> um, and you know, sometimes it may come off a little not the right way, <laughs> but um, we, the one thing about Erie's Black Wall Street is that we will always remain genuine. Mm-hmm. Our number one focus is community. Yeah. And listening to the black community is the focus. Mm-hmm. Like we don't want to be doing things that they're not needing. Yeah. You know, yeah. we will eventually evolve and we'll grow to the point where we may not have to do financial literacy workshops anymore. Mm. And that's how do we get to the next level on that? You yeah. know? Yeah. So, Erie's Black Wall Street is community driven and mm-hmm. it will 
always remain community driven. Mm -hmm. We heard business owners saying that they needed more support. There's no place to get no centralized place to get information. Mm -hmm. And so we're like, okay, well, we're going to give out information because the one thing that we lack in the black community in general is access to information. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And even when there is the information that's out there, it's not widely publicized to us. Yeah. Or we're finding out about it when it's too late. Yeah. Yeah. And so we're we're not doing that no more. We're going to make sure our people get Listen, the information that they need. You definitely, and you do. I think, I honestly, like, I feel like I've been, like, I was in the private group and following and watching and just, like, I do think, I mean, you guys are really doing, like, as, like, more than I think I've ever seen hmm. for... Hmm. <laughs> Our community, and listen, you guys know, I said I went live like back when you guys did the picture, and I was, I was saying what I had to say, yes, and what I, and so I do genuinely and truly feel like that. Like I feel like you guys are really breaking a lot of barriers, and I've even told people that. And I want to know how hard that has been. Um, I think it's. I mean, it's hard, and I shouldn't say hard. Let's say, <clears throat> let's say. let's say it like this because I know that we are a small city and sometimes it's hard for us to change. I think anywhere, I think people, people, it just don't like change. You can say you like change, but there's something inside that it can be a little hard. So this is a huge thing. One, you're women, Mm -hmm. you're younger women, you're young millennial women, Mm -hmm. you're black women. Mm Mm-hmm. The most of your well, it's what all all of you, but Brian are like women. So I can imagine being in a city like we are in, and we all know how our city can be. Like it could be challenging to create a new space. So that's where I was going with that. Challenging is a good word. Mm-hmm. Um, it definitely is challenging. And I'll add one more thing to that mm-hmm. list of you know challenges Mm -hmm. is that some of us are not from here right right you're right um and even though i've been coming to erie my Mm -hmm. entire life some people will never see me as an erieite right yeah even though i've almost been in erie longer than i have been in my hometown you know um but the one thing that i that doesn't that makes it challenging the challenges easier is having a group that is solid Mm. like we know what we want to do we're genuine in what we want to do and how we're doing it. Yeah. And we all are extremely creative thinkers mm-hmm. and think outside the box. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what really makes, I mean, people are going to talk about you no matter mm-hmm. what you do, mm-hmm. whether you're doing it right, whether you're doing it mm-hmm. wrong. Um, and, you know, they're going to have something to say, but just knowing that we have that base that we're like, okay, this is what it is. And not and being unwavering, yeah. In that, yeah, I love that. And Angel said, "Period, one band, one." Sound. Come I don't know why that always gets me when people say one band, one song. All I hear seeing... is, "Yeah, I." <laughs> That's exactly what I see. Angel said, "Also having a drink while while I watch y'all cheers to five I'm, years." I'm, yes, cheers. cheers. <laughs> with my water we lift up the water bottles this Listen, we will time. be celebrating <laughs> together real soon and kyra tell me why we will be celebrating together real soon and usually i don't talk this much about 
your business. But I do believe, and and this is just from what I see now, it's become a big part of your life. It is. Being this. So real quick, tell me why we're celebrating soon. Um, So we're going to be celebrating a couple different things. Mm-hmm. So Erie's Black Wall Street has been at the, hey, yeah, we're, we didn't make Best of Erie. And we're mm. like, we may never make it. Mm-hmm. So we're going to celebrate our own people. Mm-hmm. So we had our green light business um, contest where yes. people got to select their favorite black owned business mm-hmm. here in Erie. Mm-hmm. From that contest, we're like, okay, they're not just going to win a little award or yeah. a little prize, which we do have awards and prizes for people like you who won <laughs> best podcast. Best podcast. <laughs> um, but we're going to celebrate you guys in the biggest way. Mm-hmm. We are going to have a gala at the Erie Art Museum yeah. on February 25th the tickets are sold out like sold out they're sold out, sold out so i don't have no out. more space she, don't jump in these comments asking because we're going to one i'm not popping it up on the screen and two you heard the lady here okay so i know how it is right <laughs> so that night we're going to have our award ceremony followed by some dancing mm. and some networking and mm. it's going to be a good good time yeah i'm I'm just i'm so excited i'm so excited to see it yes and i want everybody who's coming this is your final warning you better dress to the nines dress to the nines like come on y'all we gotta show out already been uh in in the post talking real big stuff about this tailored suit listen (laughs) so i uh, I like a little friendly competition <laughs> and Angel, of course, we know loves competition. Yes. So I was just like, oh no, I'm not going to let you outdress me. <laughs> and so I ordered a dress, but then she told me that she got a tailored suit and I'm like, y'all no. Uh-uh. So you got to customize. I-, I ordered two more. <laughs> so you do a wardrobe change. I might. See, don't do that because I can do a good wardrobe change. Like I might. <laughs> I don't know which one I'm going to wear. It's okay because it's the awards. Like, you know, like BT Awards. They be doing like Taraji and them when they do the hosting, they change. So I support. I support all the shenanigans. (laughs) We have Janessa said, I saw a few options for for Kyra's dress. Thank you, Janessa. And I'm telling y'all coming for the. (laughs) Thank you, Janessa. I know it. (laughs) And Angel said the tux picked up is happening next week. Let's go, Kyra. I love it. I love it. And I am honored. And and I'll be transparent. At first, I was like, oh, my God. Like, I know these people. Like, I'm connected to them. Like, and I'm winning this award. But, like, everybody's like, no, Davina. You, first of all, I, I'm going to brag. I was not, like, this wasn't a, a thing that was on the board for things to pick. Like, Talk about it. I literally was watching the news, and I'm like, I have friends. Like, yes, okay, friend. And then um, Kyra's like, and then this one was a write-in that kept popping up and divinely crowned conversations. I was like, what? Yes. That was a good feeling. So I'm so excited to for this to be the first awards my podcast, I guess, I mean, I'm realizing is doing way better than I even realized it was going to do first, like first thing out the gate. And I'm excited to be connected to this in so many different ways, for sure. Yeah, see, I'm excited because it's once again, it goes back to like how we started Aries Black Wall Street. We never envisioned it being like this. Yeah. 
or getting to this point. And that's the same for you. you yeah. Know, you started off in a whole different space yeah. and now you're here. Yeah. And it's crazy. Now you're award winning. I know. Listen, I use that to my whole advantage. I am an award winning podcast. So y'all better act like you know. Okay. <laughs> this is a real royal podcast. Right. <laughs> I have Angel. She said, "Proud of you for your awards, sis. It's well deserved. Legacy building. Yes, it is legacy building. And I was speaking of legacy building. I posted today my children in their their gear, and I said, you know, these are two of the co-founders, niece and nephew. And then I did start to think, and also Kyra's children are." This is their legacy, too. So how has it been as you're a mom and you're creating this very powerful organization, like something that is really changing and shifting our community? Like, how is that as being a mom raising two daughters? So um, my bonus daughter is amazing. Mm -hmm. So shout out to Aaliyah. Aaliyah. Hey, Aaliyah. She's a sweetheart. We just were with her at the Otters game. Yes. And so... Aaliyah has been like, okay, well, I'm going to run Erie's Black Wall Street when I get older. And I'm just like, oh, wow. And like, she is, she is my number one supporter in everything. Like she's wearing her EBWS hoodie to school. She's taking my business cards Mm -hmm. and pass them out to people. She brings up the website all the time. And like, even to her teachers and stuff. And I'm just like, kid, you don't have, she's like, no, I have to like. She's like, hey, my stepmom was on the news the other day and like she will tune in on YouTube mm-hmm. and she's like, well, I need to have a business. I want to have a business. What business can yes. I do? And so like she makes jewelry, like bracelets, um, and she is quite amazing at it. And I'm just like, wow, that is such an impact that I've mm-hmm. had that, you know, yeah. There, there are a lot of days where I'm, I work my, my full-time job and then I do Erie's Black Wall mm-hmm. Street till two in the morning sometimes Mm -hmm. sometimes it's later than that and I miss out on times Mm -hmm. with Mm -hmm. my kids I can relate and with my husband but it just is like I can also see the effects the positive effects yeah that it's having on them yeah and like Callie knows our schedule now (laughs) she's like mom you're not meeting with doc it's time to meet with Dr. Matthews (laughs) Dr. Matthews (laughs) I'm like she knows like this is the day, this is the time when we're working on grants. I love it. And so, you know, it's just learning how to have that balance, mm-hmm. but it's it's a wonderful feeling. Yeah. And yeah. like, shout out to my husband, Dave. He shout out to Dave. Yes. He he is you ever have one of those people like you want them to be hype more hype for you, but they're like, you already got this. It's gonna it's gonna blow. Yeah. And I'm just like sometimes I'll be like, no, just give me that hype. Give me that hype. No, my husband's just like Aries Black. Give me my theme music. That's what I heard in my head. (laughs) He's like, no, Aries Black Wall Street. He's like, that's about to take over Erie. Mm. It's gonna take over Erie. It's just a matter of time. And I'm just like, but this happened, and he's like, Okay. It yes, it's it's gonna blow. Yeah. Shout out to my husband. Shout out to your husband. And I, I listen. I, I have a few things I want to pick. We have Tashana, another one of my divine guests. 
who just was doing I missed this one. I I tried to catch all of them, but my kids have basketball, so I didn't get to be in all of them. But oh, that is so precious, Deshauna says. So you talked about your 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 bonus daughter and just how she has interacted with you on this journey. And I can totally relate to that. My daughter is the same way. She said, mom, when I get older, I'm going to take over Divinely Crown. And then when my daughter, when I have a daughter, she's going to take over. And at first I'm like, okay, if you, if you want to now, I'm like, no, she literally does the same stuff. She's taking my business cards, have it. She's like, mom, I showed my teacher your Facebook page. And like, it's, it is so rewarding. Like you said, we work our full to our jobs and then we do this. And sometimes you feel like, oh, am I giving them enough? But I do feel like it's different because they are seeing what you're doing and why you're doing it and how big I, kids are seeing the impact that is happening. And it's like, okay, but they see, they see the legacy that's being built for them. And I just love that. And I love being able to share that with our children. Cause I think not every, all children get that experience. Mm-hmm. And so I definitely cherish that um, being able to grow and grow and go after my dreams and also so have my kids watch that. Because I know, I remember I have a, a memory that pops up from time to time and it's like, I was so discouraged. I'm like, I used to be so like driven and was wanting to go after my dreams. And then I had kids and like, they became my life. I'm like, I was a single mom and just so much. And I'm like, okay, as long as they're eating, as long as they're fed, like, <laughs> and they're good, then that's my life. And it wasn't until like I got, they got a little older. I'm like, oh, I can still go after Mm -hmm. my dreams. And now me going after my dreams is showing them how to go after theirs at a very young age and seeing them be inspired by me. It's like, oh, I wish I had been did this. But at the same time, I know everything happens. For a reason. Yes. Yes. That's like my stepdaughter. She's so amazing where you know, there are some times where I'm trying to run situations mm-hmm. by her and get a young person's uh, yes. perspective or like I'll be at the office and she'll come with me and she's doing, you know, some work there. And she's like, oh, I'll help you. I'll go with I you. I volunteer. And I'm just like, she has that entrepreneurial spirit mm-hmm. that I had, mm-hmm. but it's being cultivated yes. in a more robust way. Yes. I love it. Mm-hmm. I love it. We have Chris Norris. Hi, Chris. Chris. Hi, Chris. I, I love Chris. He's like yes. a big brother. Chris said, Kyra has a passion for Erie and for making it better. I'm so glad I've been given the chance to meet her and work alongside her. Keep up the good work, Kyra. Thank you, Chris. Yes. Chris is amazing. Chris he, has been doing listen, some videos for Erie's Black Wall I know. Street, and I cannot wait to like release them all. Yeah. Shout out to Chris. Like, yeah, we were connected through a program and like have been. He's listen, I'm 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 going to start getting kings on here. I think like once a month, I'm gonna do like a king highlight. Mm-hmm. So Chris. Be ready because you definitely gonna have to come get on the Divinely Crown Conversations podcast. I'm like, I need to have like one segment a month with the, highlighting some kings. Okay. So I definitely have been thinking about that and it's going to happen. So, um, but yes, and I love it. Yeah. Shout out to Chris. He's he's created some a video with me in it. And I think we're doing one for Erie's Black Wall Street. And he is amazing. So if you haven't checked out Revox social media check him out because he he's and he was very good with marketing stuff so i highly recommend him likewise yes <laughs> so you i want to talk about you were talking about your husband being such a big support 
um, but also kind of being that laid back, like, girl, stop tripping. You got this. So what is that like in Black love? Like, I love it. So like, how is that on this journey of life with you having such a supportive partner? Oh, my goodness. Um, It's like, (sighs) I don't know how to describe it because I would not want to do this with anybody else by my side. I love it. Um, he can get on my nerves and I, <laughs> can, get like on, and I can get on his nerves, but there's nobody else's nerves that I would rather get on or have get on mine. I love um, it. And he just is like one of those people. He is great at everything that he does. Like there's it. nothing that he can't fix. He's one of the most intelligent men I've mm. ever met. Like I remember our first date. I am like one of those people. People don't know this, but I have social anxiety. Okay, and so I don't like to do like crowds and mixers. Go figure. Right, like, like I know. what? I know. <laughs> um, and um, you know, our very first date. I remember we were going to this. We we're gonna meet at this bar, and I told my friend Cena. Shout out to Cena. Um, I told my friend Cena like I'm gonna go in here, 15, 20 minutes, and then I'm leaving. And so I went in and he was so cute because you could tell he was nervous and I was nervous and he gets to talking. And at one point I was like, oh, my gosh, he's so intelligent. So my little nerd feeler was like, oh, (laughs) and so our conversation was supposed to be, what, 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. It lasted three hours. That's what you get. Three hours. (laughs) Three hours. Mm -hmm. It was just, it was amazing conversation. And you know how they say don't talk about religion on first dates mm-hmm. or politics. I mean I didn't know that, but that's noted. I, girl, we talked about everything. Listen, I feel like you should. That's exactly. the stuff you need to get out exactly. of Exactly. And we talked about know? everything and we found that we had a lot of similarities. Um, and he's just one of those people that, you know, he is he can be life of the party and he can be really subdued, which is exactly how I am. I and I've been in the in the same obviously rooms and stuff as him and you can definitely tell yeah you guys are like like very similar mm-hmm. I love it so opposite well similarities attract too yeah and it's like we're we're similar but we're also very opposite, opposite. and I think it's just for me I think it's a perfect matching I love it that's all that matters if it's for you listen I love it so shout out to David we'll be seeing you soon too at the soiree and at the gala love it love it yeah so I keep looking at your hair and you know divinely crown is all about confidence and just self-love and I I was talking to Tashana actually on her podcast about just how black women and their hair is like so important to them. And I know we've had conversations about hair and locking and you're like, Tavita, just lock your hair. But we're like with, with confidence in your hair and locking it, like what does confidence in, and being able to wear your hair like that mean to you? Oh, hair has always been a creative expression. Mm-hmm. And so like when I was, one of my very first jobs was working in a hair salon. Oh, wow. And so like I got to learn like, you know, how to do the basics, right? Mm-hmm. But being able to like the very first time that I cut my hair, like, and I have very, very long hair. Uh-huh. And my hairdresser was like, I'm not cutting your hair. <laughs> you got to call your mom and your dad. <laughs> and my dad's like, it's her hair. I don't care. But my dad was one of those guys who was like, I like long hair. And so he didn't think I was going to cut it. And yeah. I was just like, I needed something new. Yeah. And the first time I cut my hair was when I was 16. Mm-hmm. And I mean, shaved that back down. It was real short up top. And I just felt like, 
oh, I can breathe. Yes. And it just, I felt something liberating at that Mm -hmm, moment. mm -hmm. And so since then, I would cut my hair off like every April or March. Oh, yeah. For springtime. Spring, yeah. That renewal. And then it would be back to where it needed to be by wintertime, Mm -hmm. you know. But it's just like, you know what? This is just, it's just hair. Yeah. But then it's not just hair. It's an an outward expression of myself, Mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. And so, like, I got to the point where I, like, I was like, okay, I'm going to just chop off all this perm that's in my hair or the relaxer. And that was in 2014. Okay. October 9th, 2014. Wow. No, the, well, no, I know the date when I did my huge boob mm-hmm. job. So, yeah. And I was just like, you know what? No more, no more relaxer. And so I've experimented with colors mm-hmm. and different styles. And I was like, you know what? I do want to lock my hair one day. And then I got pregnant and I was just like, okay, I'll lock it now. Yeah. <laughs> right. And then like a few months after, maybe two or three months after I had Callie, I was just like, you know what? I want to blow out today. And so I was like, I'm going to comb out my locks today and I'm going to go to So Fancy Salon. Shout out Danielle. Danielle. And I was like, I'm going to get a blowout. So I scheduled the appointment for Monday and got the blowout or took my locks out on Saturday and Sunday. Right. Yeah. And then I've locked. When I lock, I don't know if I'll ever unlock, but that's, yeah. (laughs) And then I've locked them once after that. Didn't like how the parts were. And so I combed them all out again. Oh, my god! And so now I'm at a year and I'm at a year and a half. Wow. I feel like I remember when you did them, too. Mm-hmm. Wow. That went by fast and they look beautiful. Thank you. I love it. So and it's almost like you tell a story through your hair mm-hmm. and like even how you said like spring is like when you cut it like that's literally like everything is blooming into mm-hmm. something new. And and I always say, I mean, there's that saying, like when a woman cuts her hair, like she changes her life. And so it's like transitioning into mm-hmm. something new. So I love that. So tell me what confidence means to you around that. And and not just your hair in general. I, I just feel like we all have these journeys of confidence. Some people don't still have confidence. And I even had to remind myself that when I asked that question, but it is a question that I want to continue to ask all my guests is even if you don't, and you don't have to say like, oh, I'm confident or not, but like, even if you don't have confidence, like what does that look like? Or where, where would you like your confidence, you know? So my confidence comes from knowing that I've survived a hundred percent of my worst days already. Mm, That's good. And Knowing that I am sure in who I am mm-hmm. and that other people may not be able to take that sometimes, mm-hmm. but that's not my problem. Mm. That's their problem. Mm-hmm. I don't I need to that. change myself for anybody. Yeah. Either take it or leave it. And if you don't like it, that's on that's you. That's on you. And just knowing that, like, I have a major support system behind mm-hmm. me mm-hmm. and knowing that anything that I'm going to do, they're going to rock with me full, yeah. full force. Yeah. Yeah. And that's so important too. Let me see. Tashana said, that's a word. It really is. And, you know, let's go back to um, support real quick, because I do believe, like, I know people are like, I don't need nobody. I don't trust people. Like, I don't agree with that at all. I believe that everybody needs somebody. I mean, I always say that I'm like, and if you don't have somebody pray about it or find, there's how many people in the world, like there's a connection out there. So how important, like, Let's talk about just how important it is to have 
a support system? Because I know you said your support system is is big and huge, but how important is it to have one? I feel like having a good support system will help you get through some things that you don't think that you can mm-hmm. get through. Mm-hmm. Um, like, you know, when it doesn't matter whether it's dealing financially mm-hmm. or if it's emotionally Having a good support system, mm-hmm. somebody who is going to, you know, call you out when you're in the wrong, mm-hmm. but also, you know, big up you when you need it mm-hmm. the most. It, it, it's for me, it's mm-hmm. a matter of life or just existing. Yeah. Oh, can you elaborate on what you mean by life or existing? Um, life for me is like living to my full ex- fullest extent. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't want to just exist mm-hmm. where I'm going through the routine every day where I'm not feeling fulfilled. Mm-hmm. I'm not experiencing new things. Mm-hmm. There's so many different things on this earth that we can partake of. Yeah. Um, learning about different cultures, learning about different people mm-hmm. and um, learning technology and just how to do things. There's so much. I don't just want to get into this rut where it's just, okay, I've gone to work. I'm coming home. I'm not doing anything. Yeah, yeah. It's a, a forever evolution. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's and, you, good. and you have to be willing to continuously learn along your journey. Yeah. Willing is the definitely that key there because, you know, I know we there, there are people that have a hard time like mm-hmm. that do just get in that cycle, especially when you might be burnt out or alone and things like that. And it's you do have to be willing. And I know my um, even when it comes to like therapy, my my last guest, Michelle, was even talking about how like you have to be willing and ready to go right. to therapy. People can tell you need this, but if you're not willing mm-hmm. and ready, it doesn't to work. Do it, it doesn't work. So if you're not willing, like existing is just not being willing to do more like do more to get into a place of living life and enjoying life Mm -hmm. and seeing the beautiful things in life so I love that word you got to be willing Mm -hmm. to so I love it I love it so I always like we've been on here for an an hour and 12 minutes okay Kyra yes (laughs) this ain't the news y'all get a little clip from the news with her you get a whole hour with her okay only on the divinely crowned award-winning podcast okay this is what we do on here <laughs> i'm only probably doing this even more because kyra's here so it's like i feel like that energy is good you got to congratulate yourself yes i do in the mirror all the time okay feeling like beyonce but um so i always like to ask the question what would you tell young kyra who grew up in a small town around a bunch of family what would you tell her now at this age that you are with all that you've already done so far oh I don't know if I would tell her anything oh shoot and the reason I don't think I would tell her anything is because I wouldn't be in the predicament or the situation that I am now Mm. and the spaces that I am in now because I think that would have changed my whole life trajectory you know if I would have told myself hey be more financial financially responsible Mm. Hey, you know, go study abroad like you said you were going to do. I don't think it would be. I don't think I would be in in Erie right now. I don't think that Erie's Black Wall Street would be a thing. I would not have met Angel and Devana to make this um, organization that's having a big cultural impact on the city of Erie, the county of Erie. Um, So I don't think I would tell her. That's some good stuff. I wasn't expecting that answer. Okay. Kyra out here trying to switch the game up on me. Don't all y'all use that answer. Okay. No, I'm like, 
I'm copyrighting it. <laughs> we have Devana, my sister. I love my sister so much. She said, Ah, oh, hey, love. So happy to see this and put a butterfly. And then shout out to Flow Freely. Yes, Flow Freely. We're going to get her on here eventually. Devana is doing great things. And I love my sister. Y'all know I be hyping my sister up all the time. So she will get on here eventually down the line as well. We have Tashana that said that was deep. Okay, Kyra. See, Tashana, I'm glad she was here before you because then you couldn't have used no play. <laughs> I'm playing, but that, that really was deep. Dang. I need to reevaluate some things. I be thinking that. So, you know, I'm playing. I really would tell my younger self some things, but I also, I, I hear you for sure. I love all that you said. You said you wanted to study abroad at one time. Mm -hmm. I wanted to go. I was actually supposed to be going to Australia. Right. Mm -hmm. Wait, you're still, aren't you going? We're, that that was the plan. Don't know if it's going to happen this year, but like when I, on our first date, I found out my husband loves Australia and always, always wanted to go there too. So yeah, that's definitely on our list of places we need to visit. Yeah. You wrote that on, you commented on something that I had posted and I was like, uh, I ain't gonna, I'm not going to talk negative, but that is one place I am not interested in going because I see all the big, everything, the bugs, the creatures, and I am not a creature person. Neither am I, but so it's an God experience. Yes. Take lots of videos when you go, um, take pictures and I want to hear, but I just, and it's so funny because actually my, the, the gentleman I work with, he's like supposed to be going there for a conference. I was like. Have fun. Like, all I, there was literally pictures floating around about those. And I'm like, okay. like, I love Australian TV. Like, I watch all really? Australian stuff on Netflix. Like, yeah. So, what, like, interests you? Um, I have no clue. I honestly have no clue. It hmm. just seems like a wonderful place to go and visit. Like, okay. I wanted to be a veterinarian when I was younger. Okay. And so, like, I think the animal aspect of it definitely mm. was a, a driving factor. Okay. But, like, Australia, there's so many different parts of it that, you know, you have your major cities and, you know, coastal cities. But then you also have, like, you got the outback where some yeah. wild stuff is out Maybe there. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe I just go to the regular parts, not that. The outback is really looks like the outback. <laughs> oh, Yeah. <laughs> We have Tashana. She laughed. And Devonna said, Oh, V, look, she's trying to tell my nickname on here. Let me get you up. No, I'm playing. She said, I love you too. I love it. So, okay. So, Australia, yes, take pictures when you go vlog because it's just, yeah. I'm like intrigued by it, but I'm like, I ain't never going there. But you know, I want to, I want to go to all 50 states. I think I'm a little over half right now. I want to wow. go to all 50 states. I've been to Canada a whole bunch of times oh, yeah. and Jamaica and Bahamas and stuff like that. But like, I want to finish the states and then like, I want to go to Dubai and I want to go to Australia. I do. I do. I do want to go. I want to travel more in general. I haven't traveled a lot. So it's it's definitely coming. So, but yes, I don't want to hold you too much longer, but I always like to leave room on the throne. I can't wait to get my own space because I'm going to have throne chairs and all oh. that stuff. And we're going to have to have you back, obviously. But like, yeah, I want my own podcast space. So I'm going to speak that. I keep speaking it into existence with a bunch of other things. But either way, is there anything you maybe I wish I would have said or asked or the floor is yours for whatever you want it to be for. Oh, I have a question for you. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. 
Um, where do you see yourself <sighs> one year from now? Oh, shoot. I do know where I see myself. Um, I definitely see myself in my own space, um, divinely crowned space. That is literally what I'm working towards right now, praying towards writing it down that I would like divinely crowned to have its own headquarters um, so that I can really go even more all in with this brand. Like I, I, this case, like you said, like even starting with just a conversation with about Erie's Black Wall Street and seeing where it's going to go. Like, you know, from social media, I'm always like, I'm going to do this one day and I'm going to be like Oprah. And I'm, I'm learning to get out of that. I'm going to be like Oprah, but just being me and really evolving in this. And so I believe that Divinely Crown is going to be bigger than I even, you know, so I feel like it's going to start with this headquarters and be able to like have my own space for my coaching business and my podcast. So next year we're going to, what is today? Today is January 30th. That's a good date. 2023 by next year, January 24th. 2024, I'll be in my own space and y'all will be able to come and see and all that there. So that means that we need to help get you yes, to that space. Yes, come on! I did not pay her to say all this, y'all. <laughs> I mean, that's our job as yes. community. If we are making our intentions clear mm-hmm. and we know that you need support, mm-hmm. I think that we need to rally behind you. Yes. So if you're doing fundraiser, if mm-hmm. you're, you know, looking for a space, if we find yes. spaces, we need to send them her way. Like yes. we need to be helping Thank you. each other. I love it. Yeah, I didn't expect this, but I'll take that. Cause listen, I'm, I told my business coach, I said, listen, that's the goal this year is to find my own space for divinely crowned. And it's going to happen. And then the ribbon cutting, Aries Black Wall Street going to be there. I'm going to have my purple ribbon because y'all know how I get down with some yes. gold scissors. Y'all just hearing all this now. I'm just speaking it out into the world. So, yeah, that's my thanks for that question. Thank you for your answer. Because <laughs> now my wheels are turning. I like... bet they are. <laughs> I love it. Listen, don't get me to crying on here. Devonna said, thank you for shouting out Flo Freely, Kyra, Queen Kyra. And then um, Tashana, I just love this. Kyra is about that. I, she really is. So tomorrow I feel like I'm going to get a phone call. Like, <laughs> no, it might not be that soon. But yes, I love it. I love this so much. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank <laughs> you for having me. Yes. So is there anything else before I wrap it up? No, I think okay. we're good. Well, first of all, thank you to everybody that was in the comments. And Kyra, I love to give my flowers to people. And I just want to say thank you for all you're doing. And you. not just this community, just but in general. Um, you are really doing amazing things. And I am so inspired by you and just everything that you and my sisters are doing. Thank you for, you know, your service to our community, your service to other people genuinely. Um, and just thank you for joining this podcast. Thank I you. It. I got actually one more thing. Okay. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, so you're good. shameless plug. Shameless plug. Okay. So Erie's Black Wall Street yes, has a lot of on. stuff coming up. Pop and so um, we do have our gala, mm-hmm. um, which is February 25th. But February. since you missed buying a ticket, if you didn't get it. Um, we have another opportunity for you to celebrate in um, 
Black Women's History Month, yes. or Women's History Month, yes. but we're going to be celebrating Black women. Mm-hmm. Um, Rachel Artis is going to be the speaker yes. at our Black Women Lead Lunch, and okay. Lead stands for leaders, uh, entrepreneurs, activists, and dreamers. I love it. And so um, that's going to be March 18th. Okay. Um, but prior to March 18th, to celebrate Black History Month, we are trying to put Black people in spaces that we don't normally get to be in. Mm-hmm. And people need to realize that we are not just one type of people, mm-hmm. that we exist in all spaces. all spaces. And so we have a connection right now, a partnership with the Erie Otters. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we will have Black Ice Night yeah, on February 28th, close out Black History Month. We will be um, uplifting Black um, hockey players mm-hmm. and um, professionals in the sport of hockey. Um, we have a jersey that was designed by Joe Dabney. Yes. Um, she was our contest winner. That is for sale right now. Um, And she designed a T-shirt. And so all of the proceeds from that are going to go into our Freedom Fund, which we're going to have available to the Black community. If you have an idea that you need to get up off the ground, maybe we can help you in some some way or form. Um, shout out to Angelica because we just had a really good conversation on how to do that the Real other day. quick, actually, speaking of that, she said, I'm so proud that Kyra is leading this journey with Erie's Thank Black you. Wall Street. I don't fall in line with many, but I truly <laughs> should. We know, sis. I love it. I lo- Listen, you encourage me and inspire me. Um, she said, I don't fall in line with many, but I truly trust her vision and hard work. I Thank love you. it. And we have your bestie, Lauren. She said, great interview. You both are amazing and put two crowns. Thank you, Thank Lauren. You, so go ahead. I know you had a few more things. Yes. Um. So if you buy the jersey, we get all the proceeds from the jersey. Um, and that goes directly into a fund that we're going to help our Black community members with. And then um, for Juneteenth, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So yeah. last year we had a, a mixer at Pineapple Eddie's. Um, it was nice. It was nice. Um, but I think we've grown a little bit, so we're still going to do our mixers this year, but, um, we're going to have a Juneteenth juke joint. We're going to turn up. So we're going to have a good old fashioned juke joint. And yeah. So like when y'all are dressing for this, think like the video classic man by Jadena. (laughs) And we're really going to celebrate black excellence here in Erie County because it exists. Yes, it does. No matter how they want to portray us, we know that it exists and we're going to make sure that at every turn they know it exists as well. Do y'all hear all the goodness? Listen, like one thing I will, will say along the lines of just Erie's black wall street. And I definitely have to shout out my sister-in-law angel because before like Erie's black wall street was really kicking off, I was still ready to go. And I'm not, not saying I'm not still ready just for a change, but like me too. Erie's Black Wall Street has definitely helped me with my love for Erie and, and thinking outside of the box, even with my own brand and things that I do. I mean, obviously, you guys see that I had my first soiree, and that was with the encouragement and push of Angel and Devonna, who were sitting at a picnic in the park. Who would ever thought to go sit and do a, make a picnic in the Perry Square Park? Because we don't do that, like, which we should. We should. But we do. But we do. Uh But we do. And them just, I'm like, y'all, I really want to have a a soiree and do this. And like, just do it. And 
I'm like, okay. And now I'm able to, I'll create things that I want to see happen here. They're creating things for our community that we want to see. They're creating new experiences for us. And I love being able to be connected to them, not just on a personal, and y'all know I say this all the time, not just on a personal, but professional way and being so inspired. So if you guys are looking for people to follow and be inspired, follow Erie's Black Wall Street and these women, because they really are inspiring change in this community. They did not pay me to say this. I genuinely feel this in my spirit. Okay. So thank you. But yes, so I just appreciate everything. I love, I've been a part, I feel like of almost everything you guys got going on. Yeah. So I do. I'm like, oh, y'all got to Yeah. Oh, I'm on it. So, and I'm going to continue to be that way. If, as long as I'm available and able, I'm going to always support Erie's Black Wall Street. And I do encourage everybody in our community. And I don't just think the Black community. Absolutely. And there are people like, there was people even in the comments that aren't part of the Black community, but they support us. And so I just encourage people to keep you know, believing in this mission and, and supporting this mission, because I believe even like your husband, the husband said, here's black wall street is going to take over in such a good and mighty way. And I just can't wait to see what's next. So yeah, I Th love it. Thank you. You're welcome. Let me see. I got a few more comments and then we'll wrap up. We have Brit Nicole. She's well, Nicole Brit on here, but Brit, she said, love this. And then Tashana said, shout out to Erie's Black Wall Street team. Y'all are really bringing change that is cha that is changes lives and generations. Mm. Yes, you are. I definitely love it. Well, thank you. You're welcome. Look at us. We just pour in. You need, we got to pour into, pour into these women and men because they need us to pour into them as much as we are. Wait. They need us to pour into them as much as they are pouring into us. There mm. we go. <laughs> A word on today. On today. <laughs> Fill them up, y'all, because they need it. All right, guys. Well, once again, Kyra, thank you for this divine conversation, which I knew it was going to be. Thank you to everyone who was in the comments, who viewed and watched and interacted. I appreciate you guys so much a few things. Remember, we are in the last week of getting your tickets for the soiree. You better get them. Get them. Because last time it was sold out, you see the gala sold out. Get them and be a part of these great events. Come out and have a good time. Um, just embrace love. You do not have to have a lover to be a part of the Lovers and Friends soiree. Bring your friends, bring your family, bring yourself and make new connections. Because I do still feel like these are networking events with a twist and a good vibe. So get your tickets before February 4th. Um, and make sure you, like I said, you like this video, subscribe to the channel. If you aren't following Erie's Black Wall Street, make sure you do so. They have a website, they have an app, they have a Facebook, and they got all the information you need to join on there so and we will get that information to put in the show notes so all right guys until next time remember you are divinely crowned <laughs>